this is Ronnie Hull. Welcome to the December edition of Senior Connect, the monthly podcast of Seniors Ministry at First Pres Columbia. This month, we thought we would take a trip down memory lane. And so I've interviewed three of our church members about their memories from Christmas past. But before we get to our guests, I have several announcements for this month of December. First of all, on Tuesday, December 1st at 4.45 p.m., Couples in Action will meet for caroling in front of the Greenway Building at Still Hopes and then return to Jackson Hall around 5.30 for pizza and a time of prayer for members and friends who live at Still Hopes and Laurel Crest. We will conclude the evening by gathering in the sanctuary at 6.30 p.m. where we will be filmed singing the same carols we sang at Still Hopes so we can share a video with Laurel Crest. On Saturday, December 5th at 9 a.m., the encouragers will meet for breakfast in Jackson Hall, followed by a Christmas card creation session beginning at 10.30 a.m. The cost of breakfast is $5, but there is no cost for creating the Christmas cards, which we will send to Life Group leaders at Midtown Fellowship, a church plant for Two Notch Road in Columbia. On Saturday, December 12th at 3 p.m., the encouragers will meet for caroling in Forest Acres. After we carol at the doors of five First Pres families, we will return to Jackson Hall for supper and a program. More information about the caroling route and addresses where we will sing will be provided soon. On Thursday, December 24th at 2 p.m., there will be a Christmas Eve service where masks will be mandatory throughout the service. We know that some members have not attended a gathering in the sanctuary since March, and we hope the assurance of masks being worn by all for the entire service, in addition to socially distanced seating with every other pew vacant, will enable some to return to corporate worship on Christmas Eve. If you need any additional information on any of these seniors' ministry gatherings, please phone Janet at 803-799-9062 extension 550, or email her at jaltman at firstpreszcolumbia.org. And now for my interviews with Earl Tyler, Betty Kneft, and Kathy Folks. Joining me now is Mr. Earl Tyler, and Mr. Tyler, you joined the church here at First Prez in 1976, is that correct? That's right. And that's when you were transferred to Columbia, you said? Yes. I worked for SO at that time, which became Exxon. And I was transferred from Greenville, South Carolina, to Columbia. Ah, okay. So you weren't too far away. No, uh uh-uh. Well, so we're just trying to keep in touch with our church family. And so we were wondering if... Good. Yeah, if you might share any memories that you've had of Christmas past. It could be... Christmas is growing up, or Christmas is here at church, or anything like that? <laughs> well, the first Christmas I remember, I was about eight years old, and my older sisters and brothers gave my mom and dad a radio. This will give you some idea of how old I am. I was born into a large Christian family in 1924. Wow. And this was uh, in the early 30s. There was no electricity, and they gave my mom and dad a Philco radio for Christmas, and it had two batteries, a big dry cell battery and then a, a wet cell battery about like an automobile battery that had to be charged. Wow. And they put up a pole and attached a wire from the pole to the radio, and it was one of the few radios anywhere around. Wow. In fact, the neighbors used to come over to hear the radio squeak and squawk 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but but anyway, that West Elm battery had to be charged and there wasn't any electricity anywhere near. And so people had a Delco system and it went put 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 but it ran and charged lights and it would light the house and you'd have to take that battery to somebody that had a Delco system charge it up for you. Wow. <laughs> That's how ancient things were back then. I can't imagine how much things have changed over just your lifetime. You've gone from no electricity to the the internet. Yeah, well, just think how much it'll change in your lifetime. Yeah, that's scary. At that time, we we didn't have any idea of the word internet. No, <laughs> you might have been happier that way. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It sure was nice to enjoy all the things, especially yeah. if you have lived through the difficult times. Right. And you were one of six kids, did you say, or a big family? I was one of ten children. I was number nine. Oh, man. But when I was born, my oldest sister was in college. Oh, wow. And she was a school teacher when they gave my mom and dad a radio. Wow. Do you have any memories from First Pres Christmases? But we had great Christmas services. Christmas Eve at church, you know, we always had a wonderful choir, First Pres. Yeah. And they always sang uh, beautiful Christmas hymns, and we enjoyed Christmas at, at First Pres. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, as a child, he enjoyed Christmas everywhere. Yeah. And and they still sing Away in a Manger. Yeah. That was the song they sang at Christmas time uh, when I was a child, I believe. You know, away in a manger, no crib for a bed. Yeah. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. Yeah, that's a great song. It's a wonderful song. I still like to hum or whistle it sometimes. Oh, well, wonderful. I really appreciate your time, Mr. Tyler. And I was wondering if you would be up for closing in prayer and praying for our congregation and especially people that might not be able to get together this Christmas. I'll be glad to. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the privilege we have of coming to you in prayer for our needs and our blessings. And during this particular time of the virus, we particularly need you, especially since many of us cannot go to church as we usually do. And most of our friends are at church. And it's so delightful to be with them, and it's so difficult to be without them now, even though we can watch the services on streaming. It still is different, and I just pray that you'll be with all the people, particularly the older ones like me that don't feel comfortable getting in a crowd because of the virus. And I thank you that our church elders, deacons have worked a way to where we can still have worship services on Sunday mornings and on Wednesdays. And it's a, a delight to hear and be part of a worship service. But, Father, it would be so much easier and better if we could be together again. And I just pray that you'll be with all the people that have managed that church through all these years and watched it grow and help it grow. And please be with our ministers and all of our deacons and elders. And we pray that you'll keep them all from this virus and keep them safe and be with all of our families and father we we love you and and bless you and depend on you for so much and i thank you for being who you are in jesus name i pray amen amen thank you mr tyler okay buddy bye-bye bye 
Joining me now is Kathy Folks, wife to Randy Folks. Kathy, you all have been at First Pres since 1975, is that right? That's right. We started visiting in 74. So this is home. I know. It's been a wonderful blessing all those years. Oh, good. Very thankful. And you were not the children's ministry director, but the director for... The first through sixth grade ministry. Well, Kathy, I was just going to ask you how you guys have been doing during this time of kind of a shutdown, unusual time. Have you, you and Randy been doing well? Well, we have. We feel very blessed. We've been careful because we're high risk, and especially me. But it's been a sweet time. You know, we've had a lot of time together without as many interruptions. And we've had time to read some commentaries and some other books. And it's a time when you really rely on prayer and you look to the Lord because you don't have quite so many distractions. And we felt very connected because of the live stream services and other opportunities to go online with the church. We love the daily devotionals. That's been a real sweet blessing, too. And we've just been really thankful for all the things and appreciate everyone at the church that has helped make that possible. Things like the the music videos they've done, especially that Easter morning when the choir Sang outside. I just love that one. Well, Kathy, I was thinking of ways that we could take a trip down memory lane and just remember Christmases of the past. Do you have any memories that you'd like to share? Well, oh gosh, there's so many. I think back on it and I realized a lot as I reflect again, a lot of my memories from my own childhood tie in with my memories from First Christian Church because being the children's director, I think back to when I was young and was memorizing lines to be the angel in the Christmas play. Oh, that's and great. How I wanted to make sure I got those lines memorized. And then when I was directing so many of those programs or helping direct a lot of the children's Christmas programs, realizing that the children were concerned, will I get my lines right? Or will I sing my little part right? Or will my halo fall off when I'm working <laughs> right. uh, on on doing this, it was such a blessing to be a part of that and to realize that you know, there are a lot of people that come to those Christmas programs that might not always come to church. And the little simple faith of the children and the way that they express the basics of what is true about Christmas or should be the focus for everybody that is about Jesus, that that was important to them, and they communicated that through the right. program. Are there any of those uh, programs that stand out especially? Well, it was it was hard to get creative. Ellen Turner and I would work together sometimes, and she'd have some great ideas. One of the ones we just loved, we took the children out to where they had a, a little camel and a donkey. Oh, and yeah. We had the children in costumes, and we took pictures of them there That's with great. the animals. We did things like that a couple of times. It was really an experience for that one. And another one of my favorite things about Christmas is I would do activity days for the children where they could come right before Christmas and make little gifts for their their moms or dads or friends or grandmas or whatever. Um, because, of course, usually children don't have much money. And if they do, yeah. they're not always willing to part with it or maybe it's not <laughs> enough to buy a gift. Right. But it was something they could do. They they enjoyed it, and I did too. Did you grow up in Columbia? No, I grew up in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, okay. But I came to Columbia to graduate school oh, okay. and never left. So, so you haven't seen many white Christmases in Greenville or Columbia, I imagine. 
Well, a few. Not yeah. many. You're right. Not many. In fact, I have an azalea blooming out in my yard right now <laughs> here towards Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's different. Sometimes you have to use your imagination if you want to have a white Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, Kathy, do you have any words of encouragement? Well, just, you know, especially for those who cannot be there in person, mm. tune in to try and get access to the live stream right. or maybe listen to Christmas programs on television and the radio because the music in Christmas is something that can just really touch your heart yeah. and often revive your memories. But the main thing is to stay focused on the Lord. Everybody can pick up their Bible and read about the Lord, whether it's a Christmas passage or another one that is just particularly meaningful to you. We need to stay entrenched in His Word because mm. that is what will strengthen us and bless us. Amen. Well, thank you, Kathy. And before I let you go, would you like to pray together? Oh, I'd love to. That would be wonderful. Gracious Lord, how we do praise you and and thank you, Father, for the many opportunities that you give us to become closer to you. And during this time, Father, we pray that we would not be looking to all the other sources that might make us feel good or entertain us, but that we would look to the source, which is you, Lord Jesus, and which we are able so adequately to find in your holy word. Thank you for pastors and staff who love you and preach the word uncompromised be with all our staff and bless them at this time and strengthen them and give them the stamina that they need and encouragement that they need to continue to minister to all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Joining me now is Betty Kneft. Betty and her husband Jack have been members at First Prez for about 25 or 30 years. Is that right, Betty? That's pretty close, Ronnie. All right. And you're an artist. You're a watercolor or acrylic? It's acrylic, right? Both. I started out with watercolor for years, and that got too expensive, and I moved over to acrylic, and I'm enjoying that a lot. Oh, good. I love your work. And I, I'm really sad that COVID hit right in the middle of our art class. That was a lot oh, of fun. Me too. That was fun. I hope we can get back to it. Yeah, me too. I look forward to that day. Well, Betty, so we're catching up with friends and family on the podcast, and we're kind of taking a trip down memory lane, and if you have any Christmases past, e either as a child or here at the church, anything that stands out? Well, I was just thinking of more of traditions than Christmas memories. Oh, yeah. Our family now, uh, not the one I grew up in, but my family now, We've had a, a tradition at Christmas that's been a lot of fun. We have a tablecloth that was blank. We started about 15 or 20 years ago. And everybody with a magic marker would make a picture of some kind that looked like Christmas and would initial it or put their name on it. And then after Christmas, I would embroider it. So oh, now it's... Yeah. it's yeah, it's fully covered now, pretty wow. much, and um, and it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, nothing fancy about it, but it's just fun to go back and look at all the signatures and guests that we had on that year, and, yeah. um, and it's very colorful and very fun. That's just something everybody's enjoyed a lot. That's a wonderful tradition. Yeah, it is a good one, I think. 
of course, we love going to the services at Christmas and enjoying the Christmas carols. It's been a wonderful experience, and we miss that a lot. Um, yeah. Nothing like hearing the carols there in the church, sung by our wonderful choir and us joining in. And we do it. We're not very good singers, any of us, but we love to belt it out. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, in our devotions this morning, we were the devotion had to do with singing to the Lord a new song. And so we sang a little song to the Lord. Oh, we wow. have terrible voices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's all right. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've been enjoying the um, candlelight services here. I actually I still haven't been to a candlelight service, but I've heard they're amazing. Oh, they are. They're beautiful. And the children always look forward to that. You know, having your hand holding a lit candle, I mean, that is almost taboo, but then you have your parents overseeing it, and it's it's just a beautiful experience and very memorable to them. Yeah. Well, any any childhood memories or anything Christmas past that you'd like to share? Well, I thought compared to the Christmases that children have today, which are very elaborate usually, and, you know, lots of gifts under the we were thrilled to look for one gift usually you know a baby doll or something like that when I was very small and then you know as the years went by they became more and more elaborate and um, my children I'm sure enjoyed much more toys than I ever had as a child my first husband Jack Cornegie I can remember him talking about getting an orange oh for (laughs) Christmas yeah and that was a wonderful gift to get an orange because you didn't get them during the year but that was a wonderful thing to get and I'm glad we have plenty now and can share with the Operation Christmas Child and all the things our church does to reach out to other people. Right. It's wonderful. One thing we have done in the more recent years, you mentioned art at the very beginning, but our celebration at Toby's Place has, for a number of years, has included a chalk talk with a chalk drawing of the manger scene with Jesus Uh, and Mary and the baby. Then another lady would tell a story that went along with it. And that was always fun for me to do. Yeah. So you would do the drawing part? Yes. Oh, wow. That does sound like fun. Yeah, it is fun. Because especially when children watch it they can't believe it you know it's a miracle that that picture appears yeah (laughs) on the paper yeah (laughs) it is almost like magic you forget what it was like when you first started and now when you mix those colors and start blocking in shapes for people that don't do that it really does look like you're doing some kind of magic trick there (laughs) it does it does and it's not at all it's there for anybody to do Yeah. yeah Just practice. Well, Betty, this is kind of on the spot, but would you be willing to pray for our congregation? Oh, I would love to. Wonderful. Dear Lord, we talked this morning about praise and how praise is so different from thanking you. And we, we thank you this Christmas for all the wonderful years we've had at First Pres and the celebrations that we've had there. And we praise you for who you are and a great and wonderful God 
who loves us and cares for us through the years in so many ways. And thank you for having Christmas remind us that you were willing to come to this earth to give yourself, to die for us, that we might be free from our sin and able to love you with hearts that are pure as Jesus. Thank you for Jesus, Lord, and thank mm-hmm. you for this season. We pray these things in his precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Betty. Thank you, Ronnie. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. As we conclude this edition of Senior Connect, let me remind you to call the Pastoral Care phone line if issues arise with which we may be able to help. That number is 803-513-7931. Again, 803-513-7931. Thanks for listening. I leave you with this reminder from Isaiah 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace.